0: Welcome to the Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. We are your hosts. I'm Emily Valentine from Style Me Tactical.
1: And hey, everyone. I'm Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica.
0: We are Your Average Gun Girls and want to bring you a podcast that mirrors the way we live our lives. We are self-reliant, stylish, and eager to inspire women to feel confident in defending themselves while also staying true to their lifestyle. We'll be talking all things from Concealed Carry to our favorite lipstick and everything in between. This podcast is intended to support and empower women. We want you to be armed with the right tools and education to be self-reliant and prepared to act in your own self-defense. This episode is brought to you by StyleMeTactical.com, a lifestyle website sharing concealed carry tips, outfits, and preparedness advice, and Alexo Athletica, the first active carrywear line on the market, keeping women safe and stylish. Hey Amy. Hey Em. How are you? It's nice to finally see your face. I know it's been so long. It's
1: been it's been so long but obviously I'm keeping up with you on social media. I feel like I'm right there with you. You've been a little busy bee lately. Very busy bee. Very, Very busy bee, but all good. All yes. Good things. Uh, oh my gosh you have just been like a little superstar just <laughs> going over. You've been filming. You've been sp- speaking. Oh I mean, gosh. what are I you don't not even know doing who I am right, am right now? now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yes. it's been really exciting though to watch you do all this. You know, everybody, we're back. Uh, we've taken a little break from recording some new episodes because we did a lot of episodes at the NRA convention. And I hope you've all been enjoying hearing from our guests and the people that came on the show. But because of that, we've, we've had a lot going on between yeah, the NRA sure. convention and now. Catch yeah. everybody up. What, what so have you let's been up see. to?
0: I finished uh, a week ago or so, finished up filming for uh, Love It First Shot Season 5 for NRA TV. Woohoo! That was pretty exciting in Oklahoma City, minus the. 106 degree heat. and being outside for I don't know, I want to say like 15 hours. I think one day I had to wake up at 430 because we had to leave for the range at 6am.
1: Isn't that so funny? Like that's the glamorous world of TV. People think people think that being on TV is such a glamorous thing. And until you actually realize no, it's really hard work. You're out there in the elements. You're it's not like you had your own private trailer.
0: Oh, or um, <laughs> no, unless you count an SUV crammed in with eight other women. <laughs> <laughs>
1: one day, one day you're going to get to that. You're going to get to that level, Emily, where you have a, your own rider. You can tell them what color M&Ms you want inside of your trailer.
0: Oh, my God, that'd be awesome.
1: I know. I know. But well, yeah, yeah. No, it, was,
0: it was it was fun. You know, uh, season five, love it for shot. They're going to be doing a different style season than in the previous season. So it's competition style. Cool. So there were four teams that we all compete against each other for different courses of fire. I can't go into the details of what the challenges were or where we placed or who won or anything, anything like that. You're going to have to wait and see. Hopefully all that gets cut and ready to go sometime in the fall. We don't know the exact dates yet, but it was a super fun experience and it's just awesome to be with, you know, like-minded women who support each other and are out there shooting. And, you know, we all just want to do the same things. And we all yeah. want to just continue, you know, fighting for the Second Amendment and just have a good time. There lots of laughs and lots of downtime and waiting. And, you know, we did lots of interviews. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how they cut all that together. Yeah. Um, so is this going to be kind episodes? of like a female
1: version of Top Shot? Is that maybe like like a team female version of Top Shot? Basically, oh my gosh, I can't wait. Yeah, there's gonna be so much fun. There's so many questions I want to ask you right now about it. I know you can't really talk about it, so (laughs) we're gonna have to wait until we're gonna have to wait until the season airs to get the inside scoop on everything. Yeah, I can't can't wait. Well, that's, that's exciting. I mean, talking about, I'm, I'm glad. I think that's a great transition talking about women getting together, not only getting to shoot, but having the deeper meaning of actually fighting for your second amendment rights, because obviously like having a second amendment gives us the opportunity to even go out and be able to have fun, uh, with all of, with right. all of our friends. And, you know, we both got to be involved in a really cool thing this weekend that was happening across the country. I was in Los Angeles you're in DC, yep. um, but guys, we got to do. Both of us got to speak at the March for Our Rights rally, which I thought was really interesting. The cities that they picked these rallies to go yeah. into Los Angeles. I'm flying to Los Angeles to go speak at a rally for our gun rights, and I could not take my <laughs> gun with
0: me. <laughs> Talk about a little nerve wracking. Well, right. I was same in DC though. Like we were speaking at the Capitol and on the Capitol grounds, I'm not allowed to carry. So. So did you have anything else with you? Did you take some other
1: form of self-defense tool with you?
0: I did have another tool, even though technically I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> the rules. Okay.
1: Well, you know, I, I did feel better about it. So March for our rights is basically the antithesis of March for our lives, mm-hmm. which was put on by the student organization after the Parkland shootings. So in, The media wants all of us to think that everybody wants to be out there marching for gun control and every every person that is under the age of 25 only wants gun control. Right. We've seen all these staged walkouts during school. We've seen these people organize uh, these big, huge rallies across the country. And there's a lot of high school and college students that are sitting here saying, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. You don't speak for me. You don't right. speak for every single person that is this exact same age. And there are still some of us who believe in the constitution, who believe in our second amendment, right? So we're going to do something about it. So we actually saw these high school, the girls that were organizing our event, one was a 15 year old and the other, I want to say, That's crazy, was was 19 to 21 years of age. So it's these really young kids putting together these big rallies bringing in people from the NRA, uh, Turning Point. They were really kind of mobilizing all these big organizations to get this thing. tank. I was so proud of them. I, I very know, it's with, amazing. Yeah. Because
0: when I was in high school, I was not rallying or doing any kind of like, no. you know, movement to, to make change. I don't even know if I, what I was even thinking about. Like I can't, you know, that wasn't, it wasn't on my mind to do anything like that. And for these young people, kids and even to see a lot, you know, it's a mix of both, you know, you know, men and women, but to, to see a lot of the young women organizing and wanting to, you know, affect change like this, it's amazing. It's inspiring. Gives me hope for like the next generation.
1: Sure. Well, and that's what I think really struck me and why I was so passionate about going and speaking at this event, because, um, you know, we're seeing right now, yes, there's the March for our lives, but there's also these women's rights marches and movements that are happening as well. And while we also believe in empowering women, I just believe in empowering women in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so when we were out there, that was the gist of my speech. The whole purpose of my speech was talking about gun rights or women's rights issues. And we want to really push and fight for this because at the end of the day, the firearm, you know, we're talking about fighting for equality, fighting for the freedom to choose well, what better way to be equal and to be able to choose how you want to defend yourself than with a firearm? Right. Because to me, the firearm is a great equalizer. Exactly. Like, you know, we talked about that. It's if your assailant is bigger than you, faster than you, and stronger than you, and you're in a life threatening situation, the firearm at least gives you a fighting chance right. in many instances to be able to defend and protect your life.
0: And it's about having, you know, I had made a mention during my speech, it's about having, you know, the best tool on hand for that for that situation. And, right. and in, in those threatening situations, the gun is your best tool. Yes, I mean... Now there are, and there's a
1: plethora of self-defense tools out there because like we talk about this all the time, just being prepared in general is the best route Mm -hmm. to go, the best place to go. Because at the end of the day, there are going to be some situations where the firearm isn't the best tool, you know? And so there's other things that we can do, but I like knowing that at the end of the day, we still have a right to choose the firearm, because the firearm is really the the greatest equalizer for all of us, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was really cool. We had um, I don't know. We, there was a crazy heat wave that hit Los Angeles this weekend when we got there, and I I was expecting these massive protests, these anti-gun people to be out there protesting. And so uh, you know, I guess the heat scared them away because there were no protesters. We didn't have. <laughs> A single protester out there, um, and you know we had probably a hundred people that showed up for the rally. And if you think about it, in downtown Los Angeles, that's not a very gun friendly city, right. much less a gun friendly state. And so I was very thankful that we had the law enforcement officers. We had a we had the whole LAPD riot division there that that's were awesome. hanging out protecting us, you know? So I was like, at least we have some good guys with guns here just in case anything gets out of hand. Uh, but yeah, but I looked down to the crowd and there were young girls as, as young as 10,
0: Oh my gosh,
1: boys and girls as young as 10 that were out there. There was it really seemed like there was every race. There was every religion. There was every gender. I mean, every everybody was represented and mm-hmm. everybody was out there speaking up for our Second Amendment. And that's what I was so excited about. I was so happy to, to look out into a crowd and say, you know what, the Second Amendment is for all of us. It doesn't see race, religion, political affiliation, gender. It literally just is there for all law-abiding citizens. And it is there to give us all of our other freedoms. And that's what I think people lose a lot, is that they don't realize that without the Second Amendment, you don't get your freedom of speech. You don't get your freedom to choose how you want to worship. You don't get any freedom. If you don't have, at the bare minimum, the right to actually defend
0: and protect your freedoms, you don't have freedom. They look at them as two separate things when right. the, that's not how you can and that's not how you can look at them. No, absolutely. So what well, the we, crowd look like
1: it in DC? Uh,
0: we had the opposite in terms of weather. We were supposed to get like the crazy heat, but it was actually like really nice. Like just
1: low 70s. It was it was actually No way. You yeah. sent all that heat to us yes. and and I took it with me from Texas. I took the Texas crazy heat and just took it over to the West Coast.
0: And so we probably had about 50. I know that they are thinking there was going to be a lot more. But, you know, one of the things I know about living in D.C. is a lot of gun owners in D.C. don't want to say that they're gun owners, you know, and, and, and it's not so much because they don't support the Second Amendment. It's just, you know, how, you know, it, it's such a controversial topic to talk about to begin with. And then being in D.C., I think people just kind of don't even want to get into it. Sure. So they're not going to come out to a rally. And even when I was posting about it and and talking about on social media, a lot of people messaged me saying, I didn't even know about this. Like I I would have come if had I known. And the thing is, as much as the speakers and the organizers can promote it, the media is not going to promote it. So no, and we did have media. We did have media there. Um, I'm not
1: sure how much I wasn't able to. We were at the hotel, so I wasn't able to DVR it and see what kind of exposure or media coverage that that we got. But I know we did have some media outlets right. there. Yes, so
0: so did we, but I don't think they were from what I could tell, they weren't advertising ahead of time that, Hey, this rally is going on. No, it was after the fact that for our rights, you know, gun advocates were rallying around the country. Um, but no, we had a good crowd. You know, I think 50 was good. I know, you know, they wanted more people, but you know, 50 is, you know, one is better than zero, you know? And, And if you can spread your message and talk to, you know, just one person, I'm happy with that. And, yeah. you know, we had um, Dick Heller uh, spoke during during our rally, who was huge, huge guy in, in DC. You know, his case against the District of Columbia is what lifted the handgun ban in 2008. Yeah. So, you know, that, that was huge to, to hear him speak. And, you know, he's done so much for just you know, gun rights, especially in DC. And, you know, it's allowed me to, you know, be able to register, you know, my firearms. So it, it was well, awesome Supreme, to listen to him.
1: Yeah. That, that case, I think single handedly is what has really set the precedent and why right. they're not able, we keep hearing about all these bands like firearm bands. Mm-hmm. And I think the Heller case is really what single handedly keeping that from going back up to the Supreme court again, right. because they've already set a precedent that it is our right to own a personal firearm.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, they've already spoken on that. So, uh, you know, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. What I thought was kind of fun to see the difference in the speakers between DC and Los Angeles, because, <laughs> you know, obviously we had, um, our girl gang showed up strong at this DC event. I had uh, Kaya Jones was with me. Right. Ana Paulina was with me. If you're on social media, we had uh, Joanna, who's Vegas Gun Girl, uh, on on Instagram. She came to the rally. She didn't speak, but she came there to support all of us. And you know, all of these women, it meant so much to me because all of them have been such strong ambassadors for Alexo and for the Second Amendment mm-hmm. in general. And so this was kind of fun seeing me like conservative celebrities. You had Will Witt there. You had these girls who have really big followings on social media, big influencers. I don't know how I got to speak with them. I felt very honored to be there with them, but it was fun seeing like the, the difference. And then you guys got like the political activists there at DC, (laughs) which is fun. So this was your first public speaking. Uh,
0: Yes. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Oh my gosh. And of course, you know, it comes It came, you know, what I want to say, like, not even 12 hours before (laughs) that I was going to speak at this all thanks to the lovely Kaya, which I love her for that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it was my first, yeah, public speaking engagement event of having to do with, you know, the Second Amendment. So I was nervous, but, you know, once I got up there and started talking, it just, I You know, it was just, it seemed natural, you know, because I was talking about something that I was passionate about. And, you know, uh, you know, my message was really just kind of showing a little bit of, you know, my gun journey and just why I felt it was important that women, you know, are able to protect themselves. And and while the focus for the rally was specifically with a gun, you know, our belief is that women are able to defend themselves on whatever tool, you know, that they choose, but just that they at least get into that mindset and that mind frame of what can I do to protect myself? What do I have to defend myself? And, you know, hopefully, you know, for for some women that leads into a gun, maybe for others, it doesn't, but it's just, let's get you into that mindset. So it it was a great experience um, to be able to have that opportunity
1: that 's awesome, yeah, because and I think it was it was great because all of the women that spoke in Los Angeles all came from very different perspectives. We had a couple of them that came from the personal perspective that they had had attacks happen to them they 'd had assaults happen and you know, like, like Kaya was there Mm -hmm. involved at the route 91 shootings that took place in Vegas. And, you know, so to see everyone's Avenue into getting into firearms, a lot of times people would, would tend to think, okay, if you've been in an assault where a firearm is present, maybe you're going to be anti-gun because you don't, you want all the guns taken away. But I think these women understand the reality that guns aren't getting off of our streets anytime soon. Whether you take them out of the hands of law-abiding citizens or not, there are still going to be criminals that will have guns, will never turn in their firearms. So instead of choosing to go the route of being anti-gun, they all took the path of, you know what? Clearly, my way to defend myself needs to be with a firearm. If they right. have firearms, we need to have firearms. You know, and with my story, my story was was different because I never had anything happen to me. Right, I just same. always believed in the right for us to choose. You know, I when... I started Alexa like I started thinking I want to be able to keep self-defense tools on my body. Not because something has happened to me, but because I'm going to be proactive and, you know, just didn't have the ability to do that. So it was kind of fun just seeing... Everyone's perspective and seeing how they got into it and really came to the decision for themselves That a firearm was how they wanted to choose to protect themselves And so hearing everyone's stories I think it really resonated with a lot of people that were in the crowd Uh, you know for the women that listen to this podcast I hope that it inspires and encourages you too to make a decision for yourself. How do you want to defend yourself? Right. Have you chosen yet to go the route of getting a firearm you know, and then are you going to go beyond that and get the training that you need to become proficient, to be safe? You know, we went uh, shooting this weekend after, after we did our event. And I know
0: what a nice way to like round, round, round out like a weekend of like second amendment no Love,
1: kidding. Just, exercising our rights. We went out and, and we're shooting handguns. We got to shoot the John Wick course with oh, our, with our carbines. Oh, so I jealous. mean, it was just like so much freedom and the exercising of <laughs> our two A rights going on. It was awesome. And, but you know, it was, it was another reminder to me about safety. And, and that is one thing that I wanted to just reiterate with all the women that listen to this show, even just going back to the four basics of gun safety. If mm-hmm. you practice the basics and those basics are to treat every firearm as if it's loaded, to keep your finger off of the trigger at all times until you're ready to actually pull the trigger, right? because whatever you shoot, you're going to <laughs> destroy it. Um, keeping your firearm in a safe direction at all times and then knowing what your target is and what's beyond. If you practice those things, Never take your safety for granted, right. even when you're out practicing at the range, even if you are surrounded by men and women who have been around guns their entire lives, don't let, la- la- don't let up on the safety aspect. Don't like get this, lax. Don't start getting- the for-
0: Forefront of your, of your brain at, at all times. Whether at all times. And if you even, practice even, those things- Even during dry fire, you should be keeping that, that- Yes. Safety rules and just it ingrains and it gets you into a good habit.
1: Yeah. And because I mean, honestly, like accidents can happen with with anybody, especially if you've been doing this for a long time and you start to get overconfident or you start to get lax in your safety. It is just so important. We encourage safe, responsible gun ownership and we need to practice those things ourselves. And so that was um, just something that I was really thinking about this weekend. And then also to the next level, like we went out and we were having fun. Like we, we went and took a day to have fun out of the range. I mean, mm-hmm. who cannot when you're shooting these amazing right. modified Glocks and you have unlimited ammo, how can you not have fun? But what I loved is that the instructor that was there with us was like, okay, that was fast, but now focus on accuracy. So we were getting training and proficiency at the same time that we were having fun you know, and being the competitive people that we all are, of course, and like we wanted to, <laughs> we really wanted to be getting better. We wanted our speed to be there, but we wanted our accuracy to be there as well. And so, you know, just getting training and we were drawing from concealment too, which I absolutely
0: love doing. It's so I much saw, fun. I saw uh, some of your videos on social media and I saw that you were all de- also decked out. Oh, we Tito were decked out. We, Alexa. Oh. Team Alexa was uh, representing pretty Team big Team Alexa repre-
1: Well, they, we represented hard this weekend because we just, we just launched a whole new line. So we brought out Some awesome. So we found this great fabric called Cupro. You're going to hear me talk about Cupro, Cupro, Cupro because it's so soft and it's so comfortable. I want to live in these tank. I mean, I do. I basically like live in them all day long. Um, But they were great because they're super cute. You can wear them out on the range. You can wear them to brunch. You can wear that. You can work out in them. And yeah, so we just launched the Cupro collection and our Fit and Flow jackets. Those have already sold out. So hopefully, we'll be getting some more in uh, the fall. But yeah, the, the Cupro is great because it's breathable. Uh it's you can wash it, you know, it looks and feels like silk, but it's cotton, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it's and so soft,
0: it is breathable I, I love it.
1: Well, and we get asked a lot too, are our products made in America? So we we did make this new collection, the Kupro collection in America. So we've got manufacturers in America and in China. Um our pants were made in China, but our, but our shirts and our jackets were made here in America. So, uh, you know, you get a nice little mixture of mm-hmm. both of those. And, and, you know, and that kind of does bring me to one other point that I just want to say, you know, this market is huge and it is rapidly expanding. We're going to start seeing a lot of people entering into this active athletic space, um, giving us functional options to mm-hmm. conceal carry. But I do just want to make one point, you know, there's companies that are coming out every single day, but unless it has an Alexo symbol on it, it's not an Alexa product. So beware, you know, when you're finding know things. Know what they the Alexa them. logo looks like. Know what the Alexa logo looks like. Know what our brand is. Know where you can buy it. Because as of right now, we are not in retail space. So we're right. doing all the direct to The only place you can
0: buy it is where?
1: Is on our website. So on our website, or if you live in Dallas and you work out at the Cooper Clinic Fitness, you can buy it there as well, but they don't sell it online. So if you see it, if you see a product that looks similar to ours, but it's not on our website, it's not our product. And so, you know, just be aware of that. If you start seeing ads pop up on your Instagram, if you see them pop up on Facebook, you just have to be careful and be aware of what you're buying and um, just just know the companies that you're buying from. So, so yeah, so we've got the super cute stuff that's out there on the market right
0: now. I'm I excited love the about- tanks. I, I love the tanks. I, I just love, the love tanks. that you can like- like you can knot them all different ways and make and those so, tops look so cute.
1: Aren't they so cute? I mean, I I'm I even wore mine with a high waisted skirt the other day. We were in Malibu after the thing, and I was like, I'm going to wear my black Cooper tank, a high waisted bandage skirt, and my tennis shoes.
0: Versatile, versatile. You know that I. Well, and okay. also talk about just real quick because I did get my second pair of leggings while I was out. Oh, uh, good. Filming, love it for shot, and I did wear them the other day to work out. And this new updated version of your leggings. I you have like- to say I love them. Yay! Did you get the signature pants or the carry card? Yeah, the signature. The signature pants Because okay. I need that, I need that side pocket. Like I that yeah. leg pocket. I can't be like ever since your the first pair with the side leg pocket. I cannot wear any other leggings that don't have don't have that side pocket there because like I know I, I'm like I don't know what to, like I just it's so quick for me to just put my stuff in I love it. Well, but this newer updated version that you yeah that you we have updated, what's what's different with it. Well, we got like a, like the first.
1: <laughs> we got a lot of people saying I love your pants, but I do not like that seam that goes up the inner side of the thigh. And I heard you, I hear you, I I liked it from a design aesthetic but then once i realized like it kind of sausage legged people's legs and yes. not even if you're really skinny like it it just still kind of dug in just a little bit so we took that off we took that's that that's like off.
0: just the, just in general on women or i mean on people i think just like a like fatty part of your thigh. Like there's no real muscle in that one spot. Right. And not one part of your leg. (laughs) Like it's just.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So we took that off. Uh, We actually lowered the waist about a half an inch because it was, it, it was really, really high waisted. So it, it, we lowered the waist just a little bit. I think they fit a lot better. Uh, we still use the same premium nylon spandex blend. So you're getting that great compression. Everyone is like loving the compression, loving what their butts look like in our leggings, which makes me so happy.
0: But I think think Uh, maybe it's because my first pair I've worn like into the ground. I don't (laughs) know. The, my second pair, I just, they like to me, I'm like, these feel so much better. They, yeah. Like, they just feel so much better.
1: The, the fit. I mean, we did, we'd improve some things on it. We also improved uh, the fit on the carry crop, which we're already sold out. We just sold out of all the mediums in our carry crops. So we're almost sold out and all the sizes are running really low right now in the crop. And we're not going to be getting those back until the fall. So, and we don't know when in the fall, we're going to be getting those back. So if you don't want to back order your pants, you might as well get a pair right now. Cause we're selling those things really quickly, but we've got some really awesome stuff coming out. I can't wait for people to see it. I can't wait for, you know, we're, we've got new colors, new designs, new patterns, all kinds of stuff that is on the horizon for alexa so just want you guys to stick with us i really appreciate all the support that everybody's given us and and feedback i take your feedback i mean you're literally you can talk directly to the designer just <laughs> somebody that can actually make the improvements and make the changes and as we grow as a company i want to know what you guys are looking for and i, I want to know what you're too looking with,
0: at with with the Clothes that you're making, your your carry wear, especially the pants that are made for you know, you know, carrying whatever defense tools a woman wants, they're being you know designed and made and fitted by a woman, and not just any woman. The woman who's actually designing them and owns the company and who actually lives true. and wears them. Which this I think is, is really important. This is true. Yeah, I mean, let not have people who don't live in that kind of where designing those things. Cause you miss a little bit of, of the work as to what is needed. Well, that's what it, you think about it from. It's why I made
1: my shirts longer too, because <laughs> we notice. I'm always like, why is everyone cutting their shirts off? Like right at that rounder part of your hip. Like yeah. I don't want that to show. And I don't want my butt showing when I'm wearing leggings. So yeah. I made my shirts longer. And all the women call me, they're like, thank you so much for making a longer shirt. I'm like, well, it's because it's designed by a woman and it's designed by a woman who understands what we want. And I think like a woman, you know, and so I think that there's a lot of advantages to, to, to being a woman owned designed company, you know, but, but again, I am thinking about you guys and I want to know what you want. I want to know what kind of firearms you're carrying, what, what, things you, you want to see Alexa do for you. So, um, yeah, so that's exciting. So if you haven't checked us out yeah, go to AlexoAthletica.com, take a look at all of our new products, grab a pair of pants before they're all sold out because they're going really fast. So yeah,
0: we're, we're excited, excited about the direction. Well, (laughs) sorry, I just was like thinking about something and then I, I don't know, my brain went blank. Sorry. I think I'm still trying, I'm still catching up on, on, sleep. Like, I'm not trying to like complain about love at first shot one bit, you know, that is such an awesome opportunity. But like, I was living on like four hours of sleep, if that. So And coffee. Just- I saw your diet of coffee that you drink every single day. No, we it- were consuming coffee. And let me tell you, thank goodness that they were making coffee runs because <laughs> they would come with like... I, like everyone had coffee, it was just like all day long coffee. That's and it amazing. Was just, like we needed it because, like, well, you know, we had to keep our energy up because you know we needed to do these interviews, and we also needed to make sure you know that we had you know our game faces on for these challenges and. Oh yeah, you know, not oh. living on when you're not living
1: on any sleep, it's kind of hard just to kind of. Well, here's a question too for you because you guys were filming in 103 degree heat outside. How in the world did you keep your makeup from melting off your face? Any special tips or any special makeup that you used while you were filming? Because we all know you have to have some makeup on while you're filming.
0: Uh, yeah, and you know, I am. I am a makeup kind of girl. So, you know, I'm wearing makeup all the time. I mean, I, I have no shame in wearing it to the range. Um, I will rock my red lip all day long. So, you know what, I'm glad you said that because I showed
1: up to this training on Sunday with the same thing. I had my extensions. I put extensions in just so that my braid would be thicker. And I was like, I'm, I'm taking this much time to get ready for the range. And at first I was like, I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm like, no, this, this right. is what I want to do. Like I am what going to put matter? makeup on. To, what is it matter? I even put my lashes on. Right. I have these amazing, because you know what I'm, I was getting my lashes on. I stopped doing lash extensions and I started, um, I got this amazing new brand. It's Danielle beauty. And she, she's a friend of mine, but I wanted to check out her mink lashes, but I needed to put them on so that I could test which range glasses were going I mean, to work when you had, had a lot of l- stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you have long eyelashes, and ladies, I found a great glass company. You're gonna have to go to my Instagram page to check it out, but at the Amy Robbins, but I found them like I could actually move them down my nose a little bit and it still gave me full coverage. Oh, so nice. you know there's some when yeah. you pull them away from your eyes because your eyelashes are too long, right but you can't actually they're not actually protecting your eye anymore, but this company was, and so I was yeah. very happy That's to imp- find.
0: There's no, there's no shame in our makeup range game.
1: No, there is no shame in putting your extensions in your hair or on your eyelashes right. and it's, doing full makeup. You know, you, gotta do, I'm,
0: you know, you got to do you,
1: man. You do have to do you. I'm loving this, uh, it cosmetics. Have you tried it cosmetics
0: yet? I haven't, but I know that like, do they do, are they the ones that have the like, is it the foundation or is that what you're about to talk about? I love their CC cream. Yes. Yes. yes their that's CC exactly right. cream is
1: great because it has SPF in it and it does great color correction, but it doesn't melt off of my face and it doesn't get all yeah. beady and sweaty looking right. when you start to sweat. So, And it's really sheer. So that's been my favorite thing, especially in the summertime, uh, just to protect my face, but also give me a little bit of coverage that I want when I go out to the range. Yeah, so. I think
0: for, so for Love and First Shot, I... Probably bought five different makeup setting sprays. I'm planning. I'm planning on doing a post about these because I wanted to see like which ones were were going to hold up. Yeah, um, that's it's kind of risky to like test products when you actually need them to work. But right you know, I, I decided that would be a good test being outside for, you know, 12 hours a day sweating. And you found In your favorite heat, one? I did find my favorite you need a, one. Okay. Blog post. I'm going to wait on
1: that blog post. I'm not, <laughs> don't give away your secrets yet. Cause I want to read it all your blog. But I did stick
0: with my, um, I use the bare minerals mat like foundation and that kept me pretty, uh, pretty, uh, de select for most of the day. And then like the nice. touch-ups, I just use like my normal, like oil blotting papers and things like that, um, to make sure that I wasn't getting uh, too crazy, which was, you know, it's kind of hard. Like when you know, you're going to be filming, you don't want to just keep piling like powder and powder and powder. Right. It then it feels gets cakey and, and gross. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was just pretty good about trying to just use my oil blotters and the setting spray was definitely, definitely key. Nice. But it was funny before, you know, the, uh, before y'all we went out filming, you know, Julie Golub, who, who's, um, hosting the, the show now, she sent out a, a nice little email, just giving out her makeup tips. Cause she's out on the range and she does filming for all her other Smith and Wesson stuff. So, you know, she's like, this is what I suggest. This is what she uses. And I was like, oh, this is great. And I know a couple of us were like, we're going to go get that, get that. and <sighs>
1: Nah, you're in good company
0: for sure. Right, for sure. So what yeah. was
1: your biggest takeaway? Can you talk about your biggest takeaway from a, either a training perspective? Um, do you wish you would have trained more? Was this more of a fun thing or do you wish you would have trained more for it?
0: Yes and no. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I went into it as a fun opportunity. Something that I, you know, since it was competition style, I probably, you know, before this would never have signed up for a competition, just not something that I was in, I'm I'm interested in. Yeah. Um so I went into it just with an open mind and, and wanting to have fun. But I don't want to give away my takeaways because I'm okay. gonna some other details. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I We're going to do a we'll- whole episode on <laughs>
1: Emily and love at first shot and her experience. I mean, it'd be kind of fun too, to have the, to have Cheyenne, your partner. Right. Yeah. The, the partners come on and maybe some other people there A lot of the girls that shot her, I'm good friends with all of them. I would love to get their take too. Maybe we'll do a big podcast on that whenever yeah, that the, the show comes that out. Would definitely so. be fun. Yeah. but You absolutely. know, the
0: amateurs, you know, it was, it was pro shooters teamed up with amateur shooters and I'm just impressed by the amateur shooters, especially, um, some well, we had a decent group of like young girls. Like you know, Shy is a pro shooter. She was young, and then two of our other amateur shooters, Brianne and Caitlin. You know, they're all you know between like seventeen and twenty four. And it just, it, I think this goes back to speak to you know what we talked about in the beginning of the episode about what the you know young girls are doing for the Second Amendment and just yeah. just their drive and their passion and their discipline. It, it's just so impressive. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just, it's awesome to see. And I'll keep saying it whenever I see them. It's like, I just, I wish I had that when I was that age.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is so exciting. I, I really want to get uh, people's take. We want to get more questions. We want to do another Q and A session here pretty soon for an upcoming podcast. So get your questions in for us. Maybe you want to know about a holster that you saw on a Stalami Tactical blog, and you want to get her take on a new holster, or maybe a new self defense tool, or a preparation tip, or anything like that. Uh, send us those. Questions, send us your inquiries. You can reach us. At, you can DM us. Uh, not your average gun girls on Instagram. Pretty quick about getting back to people. Uh, we're also still looking for some more ambassadors to be the not your average gun girl of the week. So Emily, tell them where they can submit and what they need to do to, to be one of those women.
0: Yeah, so we want to continue and spread the love of this community of awesome uh, gun girls. So, if you want to be featured, we're do you know we we try to do weekly follow Fridays and get your name out there. So DM us uh, to the Not Your Average Gun Girls Instagram account a photo that um, we can share and just you know, share your story. Tell us why you're not your average gun girl. You know, we just want to hear from you why you got into guns or, or, or maybe something, you know, a tip that you have that you want to share, you know, send it our way. And then we'll get it posted up on a Friday and, um, spread the love. We want to keep building and growing this community. It's been awesome to see, to see, you know, how everyone has been, you know, supporting us and we want to be able to support you back. Yep. Yes, we
1: absolutely do. So, okay. It's, it's follow time. I want everyone to take your phones out real quick, click on Instagram. (laughs) I'm going to go down the list real quick. If you are not following us on this platform, you can follow us personally. You can follow Emily at style me tactical. You can follow me at the Amy Robbins or at Alexo athletica. And then also make sure you're following not your average gun girls on Instagram. We are also on Facebook. We are on Twitter as well. You can follow us at all those places as well. Um, but pick your favorite platform. Let us know where you are keeping up with our information and what's going on with us the most. Because, you know, sometimes we advertise that a new episode is coming out on Instagram. I have sometimes forgot to then put it on Twitter. Uh, but yeah. the best way so that you don't miss a new episode is just to go ahead and subscribe. So you can go to iTunes and subscribe to Not Your Average Gun Girl. You can go to notyouraveragegungirls.com. And you can subscribe there as well. You know, we're on many different platforms. So instead of waiting on us to let you know when a new episode is, you will actually get an alert right away that a new episode is out. So we appreciate all of the love and support that you ladies and and men have been giving us. Uh, Would love to get your feedback. If you would remember, please leave us a comment go ahead and rate and comment on the Not Your Average Gun Girls uh, place on iTunes. We would really appreciate any feedback that you could give us. Hope you all have a great day and we'll see you again right here next week. Thanks guys.